Uh, I, I think many are trying to put a grade on the Nuggets draft, or, or excuse me, the Broncos draft now, and what uh, what they achieved. Did it really do well? Did they pick up the right players? And I, I don't like to grade based on the players they picked because we don't know if Noah Fant, if Drew Locke, if Dalton Reisner, we don't know if they're going to be Hall of Famers or complete busts. We have no idea. We have a we have a general consensus, I think, that X player can do X thing for X amount of time. But truly, in the end, we don't know. I like to grade based on the holes that they filled. Because in the draft, you're either looking for best talent available, filling need, etc. And that's where I like to grade teams. Because that's something we can formulate immediately and say the Broncos knocked it out of the park because they found their tight end of the future in no offense, at least what they think is. They found a right guard in Dalton Reisner. So now you don't have that hole anymore. And quite frankly, they found the quarterback of the future in Drew Locke. You don't take... You don't spend a second-round pick on Drew Locke if you don't think he can be the future. So, right off the bat, your first three picks, immediately filling holes, whether it be immediately or in the future. And I think they should be applauded for that because there were opportunities to maybe pick up a sexier pick somewhere else. And it's very apparent with what the Broncos did in the draft and at least the conclusion that I draw with the Chris Harris Jr. situation and how that is going to get done. Because if that wasn't going to get done or the Broncos weren't confident in that, they would have taken a cornerback. And now you go back to Chris Harris Jr.'s camp and as Elway has said consistently over the last Four, five, six, seven, eight times he's been questioned about it. They will discuss it after the draft. I think there was a little bit of emotion that maybe got between, a little bit of tension that got between Harris's camp as well as the Broncos in discussing the contract situation and Harris threw down this ultimatum of $15 million. Look, I don't know if that is or is not a firm number, but I'm taking a guess it's not. And I'm taking a guess and say if Denver throws a little bit more cash Chris Harris's way and more importantly makes him the most the highest paid defensive back in Denver, I think that's going to be good enough for Chris. At least just my gut. And I have a big gut. I think that's that's what's going to happen. And then all of a sudden you're looking at this and you're thinking, "Wow, Denver filled a lot of needs. The cornerback position is short up, and you kind of put free agency and the draft together, and you're thinking, man, they did a really good job at not taking slight improvements at their biggest weaknesses, major jumps. I mean, they were the worst cornerback secondary that I've seen in a while last year. Like, we're going back to the... Early 2000s to mid-2000s, where it was just Champ Bailey and everybody else. Champ was a great cornerback, and he locked down half the field. 
The problem is, is champ gets nullified when they don't throw that way because the guy on the other side is just not very good. And there was just this cycle of cornerbacks that kept getting picked on by the Brady's and the Mannings of the world, the Rivers. And that was kind of like last year where it was just this, this, this Chris Harris Jr. and everybody else dynamic. And, and obviously Bradley Roby now moving on. Now you have this major gaping hole. And then you shore it up in free agency and now in the draft feeling some major weaknesses. We'll see what Draymond Jones does. But I have to imagine that Vic Fangio, and again, it is putting the trust in him to take these later round guys, these third, fourth, fifth round guys, and turn them into big time players. Draymond Jones, a defensive tackle at Ohio State. I assume he fits exactly what Fangio wants to do. Justin Hollins, same way. The outside linebacker out of Oregon. And again, as Fangio noted in his post-draft press conference, I believe it was Saturday night uh, or Friday night when he talked about, hey, look, there's still a lot of value on Saturday. You know, that's where we got guys like, uh, you know, some of the players, Jackson Amos and for the Bears. There's still a lot of defensive talent that we can look because if we put these guys in the right situation and they fit well, then it, it'll work out fine. And I think that's the that's the major advantage and that's such a big, that's a big pro for the Broncos to have. Because if Fangio is right, this team's going to be very good next year because they didn't need to dive assets into some of their defensive weaknesses and they could utilize the pick that they got. You know, Because if you don't have the expertise of Fangio to hit on Hollins or Jones, then you have to spend the number 10 pick for Devin Bush. And then you don't get your Noah Fant. And quite frankly, you don't get your Drew Locke either. So now we're looking at Bush, Reisner, Jones, Hollins, Winfrey. Totally different dynamic. Or maybe you swap out Hollins and you turn him into some random tight end that was not very highly regarded. It was the expertise of Fangio that allows for this strategy to play out like it did and if Fangio is correct like he was many times in Chicago, boy, again, this team's going to live and die based on the, the quarterback. It really will. And as I've always said, you either have a franchise quarterback or you are irrelevant, but there's a lot of promise here. There is a lot of promise. And it was a very good draft when it comes to filling the needs. Again, we don't know if this talent's going to be anything good. I mean, it... Everybody wants to talk about Noah Fant like he's the next Gronkowski. Well, then why wasn't he taken in the top five? Why was he the second tight end off the board then if he's this amazing player? I, I've never agreed with tight ends in the first round unless it's this bona fide absolute talent, in which case he would have been gone in the top five. At least top ten, like his teammate TJ Hawkinson was. So we'll see how it goes. But when it comes to filling need and the, what the Broncos did, a plus. They did a pretty darn good job at it in navigating the NFL draft. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.